Para los niños de todo el mundo queremos paz y libertad. Para los niños de todo el mundo queremos paz y libertad. This is Domingo García. Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast edition of Leadership and Education. Tonight, I'll be reviewing the book Bridging Cultures Between Home and School by Elise Trumbull. In the research concerning multiculturalism in education, there is a common theme, and it is the theme of respect for all cultures. Even if one does not condone a set of behaviors or subscribe to a certain set of values, it does not make one's culture more or less valuable or important. There are so many groups to belong to that one cannot say one group is superior to another. Unfortunately, due to historical events and distribution of power, it is my opinion and experience that those in power tend to exercise a prerogative of subordinating other groups. This is why the notion that values are not more important or less important but different is such a revelation to me. The book opens its discussion of bridging cultures between home and school environments by presenting its definition of culture. When bridging cultures is discussing culture, it does so with the understanding that culture does not necessarily mean ethnicity, but rather a set of values that govern behaviors, beliefs, priorities, and expectations for an individual. These values then color the way the individual interprets the messages and intentions of others, which can lead to concurrence or conflict. The purpose of the author's research was to help educators find common ground between the values of the student's home culture and the values of the dominant culture represented by the school system and personified in the teacher. The researchers identify the common aspects of immigrant family culture as collectivistic values and those of the dominant culture of the United States as individualistic values. In collectivistic cultures, the greater good of the community takes priority. Any talents or skills the individual member has are taken into consideration only with regards to its contribution to the group. In an individualistic society, the goals, needs, and wants of the individual take priority. Any talents or skills serve to advance that individual and distinguish him or her from the rest. Our American society espouses individualistic virtues and values. They tell you work hard to be the best. You can do it on your own. Believe in yourself. Now even when teachers share the same ethnicity with their students, it is possible that in our experience with education in this country, we have been indoctrinated with individualistic values and thus expect our students to share in those same beliefs. Now, why should this matter? Well, according to data cited in the book Multicultural Education, Issues and Perspectives, a teacher's expectation of their students is often related to the student's ethnicity, language, and socioeconomic status. These expectations, in turn, affect the quality of education those students receive and can perpetuate feelings of powerlessness and diminished motivation in students if the teacher perceives her students as inferior. Incorporating a framework such as the one in Bridging Cultures would attempt to show educators a better way to educate. Instead of depending on unfounded beliefs about other cultures to develop curriculum and drive lessons, the culturally aware teacher would be able to discover areas of convergence and thus be able to teach students more effectively. Now the authors argue that in order to bridge both cultures, the teacher must be willing to take the initiative in researching the home cultures of the students through the use of ethnographies. Through this research, the teacher can compare values of the home culture to his own value systems and thus recognize any potential sources of home-school conflict. These discoveries should guide the teacher to strive to accommodate as well as acculturate the students for success in the dominant culture. The goal of the educational system is not to cut off students from home culture, but rather maintain it and go back and forth as on a bridge, hence the title. This knowledge should influence classroom expectations, presentation of subject matter as well as communications with the home, and provide ideas for improving education overall. 
The study of home cultures also provides the teacher insights to encourage more parental involvement. Bridging Cultures provides guidelines, suggestions, and a framework to improve parent-teacher conferences through improved communication in order to synchronize role expectations for the teacher, parent, and school. It is my conclusion that the use of Bridging culture strategies could potentially and positively affect student performance and parental involvement. The author suggests that the use of ethnographies to gather data is not meant to make generalizations about a culture, but rather to improve educational practices and instruction. The framework could be used to discover how to restructure schools and teach to improve life opportunities for traditionally underserved students. Used as a means of reflecting on beliefs and values, teachers and leaders could then begin to see that one size does not fit all when it comes to education. I encourage all educators to read Bridging Cultures to gain valuable insight on applying multicultural education into their classrooms. That is all for this week. This is Domingo Garcia. Thank you for listening.